Okay, 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 okay. Let's get started. All right, guys, friends, gentlemen, ladies, others, people in between, distinguished guests. This, oh, we're we're heading into the final stretch, and this is, oh, I love this shit. This is where I'm so hyped. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, before we start, this was my uh, favorite and uh, least favorite part of the game. I hated this section of the game, mostly because it was terrifying. And so I'm going to start this off with, as a, as a TV show, like, was it scary? Like, did you find it scary? Fuck yes. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, this is my... This might have no. This is my favorite episode so far, and it is also my least favorite episode. I totally right? agree with that. Yes. Oh my god! All right. So, do you remember in the first episode when we hear the guy on the radio, and he's and he and Joel is talking to the guy on the radio. He's trying to raise Tommy on the radio, and he goes, "Well, now I have to go out and get him." And the radio guy goes, "No, you can't go out there. There's like slavers. There's raiders. There's blah blah blah." And he gets cut off. The next thing he's gonna say is fucking cannibals. Mm. Guess what, motherfucker. We are at the goddamn cannibal part. There's always got to be cannibals in the apocalypse. There's always fucking cannibals. Always cannibals. I mean, to be honest, it happens. Like, it happens in human history from time to time, usually oh, in winter. For sure. I mean, don't get caught um, in the Andes Mountains, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. In the winter. No. Did you listen to that episode <laughs> of You're Wrong About about those folks? It was very touching. I may or may not. I don't think I did. Not that podcast, but maybe other ones, probably. It's a very good one. I really like You're Wrong About. Anyone anyone who's listening to this, you They're should also listen to You're Wrong About. They They're did a series great. on Karen Carpenter recently. It was, it was very, very heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. I really like the one they did on um, um, the OJ trial. That's a really good one. It's a very long one. Um, they do a really good one on... There was several really, really good ones. They they used to do in the summertime, they call them like Celebrity Book Club. And they do it with a, like, which seems very silly, but they do it with this wonderful sensitivity. Um, And it just, it's just like, it's made me like a lot of people that I didn't particularly care for. Anyway, so the moral of the story is, is I love, I love this show and everyone should watch you running about. So. This episode. Yes. So I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to like, so this more or less is what happens in the games. Is this the moment where you're playing as Ellie again? Yeah, you're playing as Ellie. You're okay. playing as Ellie through this this section. I think I mentioned last week. So basically how it starts is Joel falls off the second floor of a building, gets impaled on rebar, so that the the um injury is even less realistic in the in the game. Um and then it cuts to winter. And that's this section, winter. And you are it sh- it opens up on a rabbit and you shoot the rabbit. The goddamn kill. rabbits. Yeah. Rabbits are bad omens in this show. They kind of are. Yeah. Um, like Alice in Wonderland, only the white yep. rabbit doesn't take her into Wonderland. It takes her down into utter bullshit, despair, danger. Like, it's it's really bad. So we do get broader stuff in this. Like, so in, in the game, they're not cultists. You get the sense that they're kind of uneasily following David. Similar to how they are doing it in the show. But you don't get this opening scene that we have with them um, kind of in this restaurant, which comes back at the end. That's the one that burns down. It opens on a funeral um, with David and his flock. So we open on this funeral with David and his flock, and he's like giving he's giving this speech. Um, you see the, the banner behind him. When we are in need, he shall provide. 
which is from the game that 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 happens. We don't actually in the game we don't ever actually meet the full group of women and children. He just references them. We only encounter the men and and like fighters. And I watched this episode twice. And this one I noticed like you see David paying special attention to one little girl, Hannah. And I want to stop right here. This is the first place I want to stop. Do you think he is selecting her at this moment or do you think he has already got his hooks in her? for lack of a better term. Was Hannah the daughter of the dead man? Mm-hmm. I think he's beginning the grooming process with her. I think this is the beginning of it. I I can see that. I didn't even pick that up as him grooming Hannah for anything. I picked that up as a display of his uh, depravity and his messiah complex that he was using her in her grief as a little girl who's grieving her father, this very sympathetic figure, he repeatedly used her in the show to assert dominance. Hmm. So that's kind of what I picked up. Okay. I kind of thought it is. I don't know that he was interested in Hannah. Oh, I think he was. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, And I don't know. I can't decide if he's already started or now that she's lost her father and lost some protection, he is now targeting her. I picked up that he resented her grief. Like he resented her humanity because his whole thing was focus on me. I'm your daddy. I'm the father. You know, not even God. He's the father. When that sign's up there that says, you know, when we're in need, he will provide. He is the he in that sentence. You know what I mean? So I think that he resented Hannah being a human being and crying for her father. Interesting. He pissed me off this episode. I, I didn't catch that. So... Hannah asks when we can bury the body. And ominously, the answer is not until spring. The ground is too frozen. <laughs> and so we see the this funeral end. I know. We see. So this is another one. When did you cotton on to the fact what was happening here? Oh, I knew uh, the whole thing of not until the spring. We can't bury him until the spring. I knew that was bullshit. I did not know why. Um, I'm trying to figure out when did I figure out they were cannibals. I guess when the, when we saw the ear. So okay. I was I didn't get it before then. Okay. So you didn't have the slow Okay, so okay. Okay, 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 okay. We're, we'll get to it. So we find out that um as they're leaving, he talks to one of his henchmen, James. We learned his name later. Um and he asks, "How much venison, elk, and rabbit do we have?" These are not what they have. They have people and they're low on food. So, do you know who James is? Yeah, you said James was the game Joel. Joel. This yeah. game Joel. Okay. Yeah, it's Troy Baker. That's that's Joel. That's who played Joel in the game. I really like that he was in the show. I really thought he did a good job, and I like that he get kill- he gets killed by Ellie. I think that's I, a, I think that's kind of an excellent uh kind of thing happening. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I saw people on the internet saying Ellie killed Joel. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, I think he did a, a really great job, and uh, his death scene was was really great. Oh yeah, that <laughs> happens just like that in the games too. It's great. I also thought it was weird, like, David questions him with this, like, weird intensity. Like, he can kind of tell that James is questioning him, mm-hmm. and is, like, weirdly doing these weird, asserting his dominance, I think, like you said, as well. Yeah. He doesn't even like that his second-in-command can, like, waver even a little bit. All he did was give a little stray look during that meeting, mm-hmm. and that was, like, a- that was enough to send David off the, off the deep end after him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. So we cut back to Joel fucking and Ellie. He's the fucking worst. We, we cut back to uh, Joel and Ellie, and Ellie is healing, but he has a fever. Oh, my God. 
Poor baby. Was, poor baby. Poor baby. So they split what appears to be maybe the last of their food. Gah. Or at least it's implied that the food is running low. Yeah. And oh my God. <laughs> All right. So when she's tearing apart the jerky and mm-hmm. she eats like a couple pieces herself, I got really scared because I thought she was going to baby bird him. <laughs> I did too for a second. I was, so, I was like, please. I did too Please for don't a second. do this. Please don't do that. Please don't do this. <laughs> I was glad. I was really concerned. To be honest, I was a little concerned. Yeah. But um, because that would have been a step too far. But you know something that was great it about been this, so gross. this feeding scene that was what? great was she eats her half. She then like tries to motion to him to eat his half, but you know he's not responding. She puts it on his chest essentially, and she goes Ooh. away. And you know there's other scenes in between. But by the time that she comes back to Joel, the little piece of jerky is gone. And, and the blanket I, is moved, yeah. And I loved that because it clues in the audience to the fact that Joel isn't completely out of it. That he is able to move to a certain degree. He's able to eat solid food. So it, it kind of sets up the fact that he he's capable to a degree and can get up later. I just love yeah. that little hint. Like it made it make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, he's not entirely out of it. Like, he's clearly following the plot at least a little bit. Yeah. And so Ellie goes hunting. The first thing she sees is a rabbit. Goddamn white rabbit. This is a g- reference to the game. In the game, she she shoots it. Um, she has a bow in the game, not not a uh, not a gun. Um, so then Ellie shoots a deer, and he shoots it using the method that Joel taught her. She, she, like, she gets down, she gets steady, she takes a breath, and she shoots it. I noticed that. Ellie's I a good shot. It. She is. When she's following Joel's instruction, she is. So the deer gets wounded, and we find out where it's gone. She's chasing it. James and David find the deer. And this is a, there's a bit of a tense standoff scene. I like that when she first tells him not to move, she drops her voice. Yeah, because she's trying to sound like a big girl, like <laughs> yeah. more threatening. Yeah. I like that it comes back up when she's like, when he, they say medicine, and she has like a little kid voice again. What I like about this is, so this this is the point in the game, like, that you don't realize, you don't know that Joel has survived. Like, you don't see him. Like, you see, it ch- cuts to winter. It's, um, you see Ellie basically out hunting. And then you don't see Joel, like, at all until the medicine. And she mentions the medicine. And then you're like, oh, Joel survived. Okay. And it's like but an hour. They like, kept the suspense going. Yeah. I'm glad they did not do that here. Because <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't have been able to make it through. So I was going to say about these dudes. So I did get weird vibes from David the first scene. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was not respecting like the dead person, the, the, the fallen man or mm-hmm. that family in a way that made sense. Um, so I was kind of clued into him being a bad guy, but I was really clued into him being a bad guy when he wanted to take the deer. Like what, what a piece of shit. I know y'all are starving, but like clearly somebody just shot this deer because they're hunting because they need food too. So this whole thing of like, I don't know. I just didn't like that. I was like, you fucking thief. (laughs) Like you're supposed to be a preacher. You're a thief. Yes and no. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, if they can't track it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't I don't necessarily know. Like, that one. But I, I take your point. So, David and Ellie have their first interaction. James is like, just fucking shoot her. Let's be done with this. And David immediately takes an interest in Ellie. And, you know, 
he like begs for 10 seconds to talk to her and she she kind of relents she she gets an agreement you can have half the deer if you get me the medicine james runs off i like that he's like this isn't a code just go get the medicine which I still thought it was a code. I was scared. I was like, James was going to come back with an army or some shit. No, that's what it clued me into is someone who played the game said, oh, they're already eating people. Like, the, the, that's, this is what the venison elk rabbit. I was like, oh, that was code for people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They speak in codes. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So James runs off to get the medicine and David and Ellie drag the deer and talk in the mill. So... In the game, this is the biggest, I think, divergence a little bit, is is there's an action sequence here. The infected come. And it's like, you kind of trust David here because you have to rely on him to kind of survive this segment of the game. So, like, there's that's kind of how they build trust here. And in this one, they have to do it entirely through this kind of interaction where you learn David is a teacher and he found God after the apocalypse... David comes across as very, very normal. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that was the like, most normal he was all episode. Yeah, like he's very charming. He's very normal. And I'm like, to the point where I'm like, I'm like, are they going to do what they're going to do in the game? Like, I knew they were, but because it's a great one. And then like we find out he's from Pittsburgh originally, or at least he was from the QZ and then it fell in 2017. And then he shows his cards. Um, he says, oh, I sent four people out. Um to a nearby town and they got attacked by they got attacked by a crazy man and a little girl. And the four the four people that they ran into at the university right. uh, f- two weeks back are were his team. Right. The one that Joel killed is the funeral we saw earlier in the day. Yeah. So, you know, David kind of tips his car, you know, shows his car that, that David and his group knows who Joel and Ellie are. And he says everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Mhm. Which uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought Ugh. was really interesting. And I think uh, becomes relevant for me again later. Okay. But another thing that he says to her is he talks about, in trying to gain her trust, he talks about how it's hard to trust strangers. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the themes that I picked up for this episode was the idea of trust. And I really think that this builds out what Maria said to her in episode six about... Um, you know, only those who are close to you uh, can betray you. And so be careful who you put your trust in. And I wanted to ask you, do you think Ellie started to trust David when they were sitting there by the fire in the mill? A little bit, especially yeah. when he said he was a teacher. And then I think James ruins that by coming back. I think that she trusted him a little bit. He's a really good talker. He and is. he seemed relatively normal. And so... Yeah. You know, and we saw Ellie be trusting. She was trusting of Henry. She's been trusting of Joel and Tess. So we've seen Ellie. She, you know, she's a kid. She's a child. She, like, she's like, she's a very smart, wise. She can critically think. She has a lot of kind of skills that almost seem innate. But there is still that childlike innocence where she's kind of willing to be open and trust people that she encounters. And uh, we wouldn't have, like, the central relationship without her being like that. Like we wouldn't have Joel and Ellie without that. Mm-hmm. And so this whole, this whole episode, seeing the way that David operates, I was comparing him to Joel. Cause I'm thinking like, what if Ellie in an alternate universe had run into David first? And, you know, 
had the same conversation with him where he seems like a great normal guy, an adult guy that's going to help her out and help her survive. And I'm like, could she have fallen into that as opposed to what really happened, which is her teaming up with Joel? And how does that relate to the theme of trust that I'm pulling out in this episode? And there's a big contrast. Maria said, be careful who you put your trust in. What she was saying was be discerning about who you trust. And the only way that you can do that is to look at people's behavior. So in comparing David and Joel in this episode, everything that we've seen David do was in service of himself. Like everything. You know, basically putting himself up on this pedestal above his flock, above his followers, right? Like at one point he's even, when they're serving up the venison, he even has more food than they do. And then everything that we've seen of Joel has been in service of somebody else that we cared about. You're not wrong. I, I, I like that comparison. I really like it. I think you're right. I think the game and the TV show is making a direct comparison. And I think it's a little, I think you went on the deeper level. For me, I saw it as a, maybe a touch more superficial, which is that um, David is excessively friendly in a way that Joel never was. Exactly. Joel immediately wanted nothing to do with her. Yes. But was willing to be violent to defend her. I think Joel, weirdly enough, proves his trustworthiness by him, him constantly pushing her away. Absolutely. Like emotionally. You should see my notes because that was the next thing in my notes. Oh, yeah. And all David wants to do is pull her closer. Exactly. He's trying to pull her in. Yeah. So you know what they say. Be, be wary of that. Somebody that's always like trying to uh, nominate themselves for something or somebody that's always trying to ingratiate themselves to you. They have ulterior motives. You know what I mean? They do. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they always do because otherwise society wouldn't work. Just be wary of it. And then the third thing that I had was David is only interested in what he can get from her, whereas Joel is only interested in helping her. Yes. Yeah. Well, and even then only half helping her, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, he remember, he like doesn't even want to touch her. He won't even look at her. But he doesn't want anything from her. No, he doesn't. He just wants to get rid of her. He doesn't even want, you know, she's demonstrated that she's valuable in the whole process of them trying to survive and get from the East Coast to the West, to the whatever, almost West Coast. He doesn't even want that. He doesn't even want her help. You know, I mean, I I just thought it was so good, the comparison between David and Joel. It's good. And I think you're right. I think if she had met David first, she would have fallen for it because she's still a kid. She's a kid. She's a kid and like... You know, she's a teenager. They're getting to the phase. You're you're in that phase where you're trying to strike out for your own, on your own a little bit. But, like, you still need, you still look to adults to a certain extent. Absolutely. At that point yeah. in your life. So, so after they finish this brief, brief chat, you know, James comes back and he's got a gun on Ellie. And David, like... David is constantly diffusing these 10 scenarios in Ellie's favor. She gets the medicine and she runs home. And James is real upset about this. He's like, why are we letting her leave? And we find out why later. Ellie gets the medicine and she gives it to Joel. And then they have snuggle time. Oh, the snuggles were so cute. It was so so cute. cute. So in the game, that's not how it, like, she's on the floor and she just kind of throws an arm over him, like... This is actually a legitimate improvement I think they've made over the um, over the game, which is is that Joel is physically more affectionate with her, which I think is important. And they are physically more affectionate with each other. 
It's his baby girl. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. I can't. I can't even. No. So, um, I don't know if she just injects penicillin directly into the wound if it helps. Wow. But she does. Um, My goodness, Ellie. Because I was thinking the same thing. She was like, Joel, where the fuck do I put this? Where do I put this? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what's best to do at that point. Do you go directly for the spot or do you try to go intravenously, she, which she wouldn't be able to do anyway? Generally, it it tells you on the bottle, I believe. A lot of times it'll tell you like if it's supposed to be like IV or subcutaneous or like it usually tells you, but she wouldn't know. Yeah. But I believe like that penicillin is supposed to be intermuscular. So that makes sense. Usually when you do something intermuscular, it's in your butt or your thighs. But she wouldn't know. So whatever she did, like she it was like penicillin in there. It was like it helped. It helped really quickly, too. (laughs) But I just think it had some other shit in there, too. Like she gave him a power up. Like she gave him a, like one of those magic stars and from Mario. She gave <laughs> him some is... other shit in addition to penicillin because I mean, she gave him snuggles. Boy came back with a goddamn vengeance. <laughs> Listen, as someone who's had uh, horrible sinus infections that trigger terrible ear infections, I can tell you about the power of antibiotics. Hell yeah, antibiotics. Yeah, it's it's wondrous. Like when they actually start to kick in and work, it's like. Fast. The and wonders it's... of not so modern science. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the cute little I love that cute little snuggle time. Yeah. He snuggles her back. I which love is it. Another I sign that Joel is conscious and awake and and kind of aware of what's going on. But then also it was so sweet and I kind of felt it. I don't know, man. Like this episode, I'm just like, this is a fucking family dog. Like, well, the, <laughs> this yeah, is this, the is, this is it. This is it. Like, like you see him kind of resp- like I think in the in he the, loves that little girl. He does. I think in, he loves her. It, like he's and struggled with him. the. Well, that's the thing is, is that I think the thing is, is that he has loved her since almost immediately. Like I think the problem is the first time you see him, um, like. Look at his watch. I think in the like the second episode, like that's it. Like he's he's done. He's done for. Like he has been done for since he you know he it's just that the rest of his brain hasn't quite caught up. Yeah, I think, and this is why I really do think that Joel is a good guy. I will I will never not unless there's something crazy that's coming down the line. I will never say that Joel is anything less than a good decent man. Because I, I think that he's the type of guy that loves all kids. Like, I think that he is a dad at his core. And I think that his gruffness came from his loss 20 years ago. I, you know, I think that that is such a core of who he is that to lose being a father or being a father in this realm, he'll always be a dad, even though his daughter's dead. But to lose that aspect of himself in the way, in the tragic way that he did, I think that that destroyed that man, you know? And and it's almost like he gets a rebirth this episode. It was very moving to me. Yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I cannot wait till next week. But yeah, this is basically, like we've seen it. It's been, obviously, it's been this telegraph slow play. This is the episode, this is a part of the game where you hear at the end of the episode, to jump to the end, you hear that baby girl, and it's it's over. They are over. father and daughter. Yes. 
That's it. They've been kind of dancing around it for, at this point, eight episodes. I mean, we could probably spend like two hours just talking about, <laughs> I got you, baby girl. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to get there. 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 Because, oh, God, I cried. Um, I cried in the game. I cry every time I play it. Anyway, so we ended at Sunkle Time, and then we cut back to dinner back at Silver Lake with the mystery meat. The first thing I want to talk about is this is not how you cook stew. I was deeply upset. Oh my god! Yes, I was furious. What the like, fuck I was that? I understand. So get listen. I understand that like maybe they don't have salt and Ugh. pepper to like season the meat, but you can at least pan sear it before you put it in the fucking stew they to seal in the shit. juices. They bo- <laughs> we are not. Are they descended from the Irish? What is happening here? Even the Irish know better. I've had their stews. They are delicious. It's the one thing those motherfuckers can cook. Like, that and soups. Any any food in a lick is great in Ireland. I'm sorry if there's anyone in Ireland listening to this, but you but boil a lot of stuff and it's terrible. Yeah, we have uh, Irish listeners. What's up, Ireland? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. I've I like your, your beer. So yeah, your beer something. is excellent. I've had your soups and I've had your stews. Also excellent. Your other food, not so much. So um, you're telling me that you don't think that um, people cooked in tomatoes is going to be tender? I want to. I want <laughs> boiled in you. tomatoes. <laughs> I, you have had my cooking. You know I can cook. <laughs> that Furious. sounds kind of tasty to me. You know, I like stringy you, meat. Ugh, ugh, <laughs> I like to fight with my meat. <laughs> Both before and after it's dead. Oh, gross. Uh, you fight it uh. to kill it, and then you, yeah, and then you fight to bite, to chew it. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Uh. But yeah, that's literally we... like in all, in all like capitals, this is not how you cook stew. <laughs> like several exclamation points. Yeah. I, I know why we're both upset about this, but also we should, we, we're expecting too much of cannibals to... I mean, be well, chef de cuisines. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But the worst part about this is, you know, who's cooking it is his wife. She is putting oh. her dead husband into this stew, and she doesn't have. Dog. She can't even honor the meat. Anyway, so that, I, I didn't don't know if that catch makes it that. worse. Oh, you didn't catch that? That's why the. That's why it like lingers on the two of them. That was, I think, for the game people. But she, she asked, "What is this?" in a very pointed way, and then but it pauses. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch that it was the same lady. Because, you know, yeah, I have yeah. trouble recognizing people sometimes. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, I recognized her by her vest. Um, when people have brown hair and brown eyes, I have a very, very hard time telling them apart. Wow, racist. I mean, Sorry. It's, only with, <laughs> it's mostly with white people, if that helps. Well, still, I, whatever. <laughs> I'm racist. Ag- I guess I could be racist against my own people. No. Anyway. You're, you're a very nice person. I try my best. I'm sure I have shortcomings. Um, anyway, but that's not how you cook stew, and it was very disturbing. And he comes back, and we see, um, you know, he gives him. He comes back in with the deer, and they're like, "Ooh, look, I, I got it!" And he's like proud of himself, and I think he's like really upset that they don't like jump off and like congratulate him. But they're like shoveling food into their face, people food. They're eating people, dog. And he announces like. You know, the mood is somber because basically James spilled the beans. They found the people that killed Alec was his name. And the daughter wants revenge. Um, And he's like, chill the fuck out, weirdos. We'll go get him in the morning. Doesn't he hit her? 
He does. And like David slaps her. Fucking ass. So this is this is my thing. Like you're saying, I think this is a thing. He's found Ellie. Ellie is what he wants. Like, so this is kind of one of those things like watching it again and knowing what he is. I was wondering if this is showing like he was grooming her in the previous one or maybe he's like maybe this is further grooming. I don't know. But like, it's very weird. I've never known a groomer to haul off and smack somebody out of their chair. I don't like, know. I think I this think, girl I th- is a punching bag to him. I think the thing is, is that I think originally, like before Ellie showed up, she was going to be his next victim, and now she's not. Maybe so. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But then that's why you get those like deep, uh, like, um, like looks at like what, especially the wife and the daughter are eating because they're eating their fucking dad. So this was the scene where I was talking about. Did you notice he had a plate that was heaped up? Mm-hmm. Like mounds and mounds and mounds of food. Yes. And everybody else had like these little minuscule portions. Yeah, they have the little bowls. And like you, I like that it's silent and you can just kind of hear them like scraping up every last bit of food. Of Alec. People, they're eating people. Um, Soylent green yeah. is people. Yeah. Tomato S- stew is people. <laughs> uh, I mean, tomatoes are very good for you. I want to fight. Like, I can't remember. I can't recall where I've seen that actor from. He's apparently a very good Broadway actor, so you could come back here and visit me again and find him. And just I want to like, I, I I think he's probably a very nice man because I, I like artists; they tend to be nice and they everything. Tend to be, yeah. But if I ever saw this man, I would have to make myself cross the street because I would like I I want to I lit I want to fight. If David was a real <laughs> person, I want to you fight, fight this him? man. I would destroy yep. this man. Uh, anyway, keep going. I mean, going. he made he made a, a wife eat her husband and a daughter eat her father. And he's a goddamn predator. Uh, in in the worst ways. way. Yeah. I like that it's like a weird, awkward. There's no talking. You just hear the scraping. So then we jump to the next morning. Joel looks a little bit better. He's he not does. as sweaty. Mm-hmm. But he's still unconscious. Yeah. Or like semi-conscious. Yeah, I think he's just tired. I don't know. I know. He was just resting his eyes the way the old men do. I mean, he's <laughs> he's old. And, you know, it's I, I don't know how well I'd recover from taking a baseball, at, you know. I would be out for the but, count. I'm really sorry yeah. to say. I'm like, look, Ellie. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that I do any better than him. You're on your own, baby. Yeah. Also, what bothered me is when this is this is me. This is me being the worst person in the world. Uh, is is that when she opens the garage and the horses like she never untacks the goddamn horse which i guess you know whatever but also untack the fucking horse anyway so she goes out she's getting water for the horse melting snow and she notices when she's doing that she notices like birds and she sees that they're coming yeah and we hear as they're talking they're like hey don't david's like don't kill the girl but when the group breaks up from him he's like they're like, they don't want to bring Ellie back. They keep saying it's another it's another mouth to feed. I want to pause on this. I think they have another motive, but we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. I was wondering about that. Okay. So Ellie runs back. She tries, she, she, you know, she tries to wake up Joel. Joel, I love that when she's like, she yells at him, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep. And he falls asleep immediately. Yeah. I did yeah. chuckle a little bit. <laughs> um, but she puts like something in front of the door. So, you know. And he does – I don't know if he actually heard her when he when she said what she was saying, but I, I think, think he – He heard her. I think 
I think he probably kind of did, and I think he kind of put two and two together. But I don't think, even if he hadn't heard her when those people came to find him, I don't know that he would have done anything different. And she, she sets him up with a knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ellie jumps on Callus and tries to lead them away. Um, but James uh, shoots the horse out from under her. She was trying so hard to save her papa. She was. Laura, she was trying. And she gets her bell rung because she doesn't get up from this. And having fallen off a horse, not quite in such a dramatic manner, it does take a second. Even if you don't, it just you just land in a heap. And she didn't she didn't roll. She just landed in a heap. And that's that's the worst way to fall off a horse. Yeah, that looked pretty gnarly. It sucked. I have done it a few times and I've managed to roll. One time I landed in a heap and I I didn't even hit my head, but it's just. I didn't pass out or anything, but it does like that was like the end of the 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 riding for me. I got back on the horse because you you always get back on as long as you physically can, but like I, I like was just kind of there, kind of walking around, and I wasn't like really riding. So I watched the the after show this time, mm-hmm. and uh, they showed how they did that stunt. Yeah, did you see that? I felt really bad for that. I stunt felt terrible double. for her. They literally threw this lady off a horse. It sucks. I'm assuming it was probably padded under the snow. Oh, I hope so. That looks really bad. Yeah, because that looked rough. Stunt people don't get paid enough. They do not. But so his henchmen, especially James, get to Ellie first, and they almost kill her. Yeah. And so I want to pause this. Why do you think they do that? Why do they want to kill her? Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know. I was wondering that. I mean, I guess because maybe they want to eat her. But I I felt like it had something to do with David. Yes. I feel like they were like trying to maybe stop David from being a a, a pedophile. Yeah, I think they kind of know what's up. Like, I don't I don't think he is. I don't know if David is concealing what he does or if he's not concealing what he does or if he seems like the type to not conceal it low key. Well, I don't, I don't, like, we don't have enough information, to be honest, but, like, I think this, at the very least, this group, his most, his inner circle, know what he is doing. And so they are, like, this is kind of like a mercy killing, I think is how they view it. In the game, it's clear. So, like, in the game, it's, yeah, it's in the game, it's clear that, so, like, because it's a, it's an, it's an extended combat um, sequence, so, like, you run... Callus gets shot out from under you, but like it takes them a while to capture you, and so you're running through, and so you eavesdrop on conversation where they especially mention like they're like, "Why are we chasing this girl? Like she's killed several of our people," and it's just like, "Oh, David just wants another pet." Oh God, terrible. So like they know, and they're like they're not happy about it, but I also like it's like one of those things where I think these people. He might not be openly with it with, like, the other townsfolks. But, like, I also think that maybe he's not being as careful as he should. And I'm willing to bet that people just don't leave because where are they going to fucking go? They're in some remote Colorado town. Yeah, where are they going to go? And the rest of the world is all fucked up. Like, it's one of those things where, like, these people are just like, well, where the fuck else am I going to go? Like, I have a community here. Like, at least I have a house here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think to some degree it is a cult. I think that he has control over people to some degree. They're mm-hmm. all sitting there eating people, and they tend to have I don't think some, they know that. Well, not all of them, but some of them have a knowledge of that. Like, the inner circle, the man's wife, Alex's wife, kind of has a suspicion. I don't think she does, because she eats it. If she had a suspicion, I don't think she'd eat it. 
She asked them, "What? What is this?" In a weird way. That's why I think she had a suspicion. Mm. But um, and they tell her venison, and I think she believes them. And also, kind of, what choice does she have? She's probably yeah. really, really hungry. I mean, so I think he has a hold on him in a way. But also, I, just something a uh, weird fact about my life. I've run mm-hmm. into people like this. You not really not personally, like thank God. But um, uh, somebody at my school. Um, I have a very good intuition for recognizing those people. I al- I just always know. And I'm like, with David, you can tell. They cannot move in society as a normal person. They cannot hide and mask themselves very well. And so I feel like people just know. Even if he tries to hide it, people just know. So I think he can. Because I think, so like... I think you just know, but I think a lot of people don't. Because you, I think, have a sense for, for a, a much better sense for people than the average person does. Because you've, like, clued me into stuff that, I, like, like I, I'm not... I have gr- a great, in- I have intuition. Yeah, you're much more better with people than I am. Like, that that kind of... No, I'm terrible with people, but I can read them. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I can't. Like, I simply can't. Like, I would, I think I would probably clue in to something with David... But like there was something if it was someone like David, mostly because, you know, I live by that that you know what was it um, that that Thirty Rock sketch don't follow a hippie to a second location, um, <laughs> or anyone. Yeah, basically, like I took I you know, so like I would never trust him, but like. I don't know that I wouldn't buy... I, I don't know that I would get those vibes off him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we find out that he's a teacher, I suspect he did this as a teacher. He, he did it in the before times. And yeah. let, me, let me tell you, just to be clear, the only way that I knew I had this intuition was because these people that I referenced in my life, they got arrested mm-hmm. and they got brought to justice. Well, thank but God. It, it's just been... I don't know if it's just so common, and it is common, but it's literally, I get like three people. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I was right about all of them. Like I knew hey. something. And then when they got arrested, I was like, oh, like I've been knowing uh, my whole life. So I so I 100% think they want to kill Ellie to spare her. I think they know what he does. Mm. I, I buy that. Because they I just like share this look. Yeah, there was something unspoken there. Yep. Yeah. And like David's authority, it's clear that like they follow him. It's and I think this is good from not just the actor, especially the actor, you know, Troy Baker who plays James. It's especially the actor who plays him. But even the rest of them have this they follow him in an uneasy manner. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like I think it's 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 just I think it's more of a lack of choices. Um, rather than truly believing. And he's like fooled himself into thinking it's truly believing and nobody has stepped up to take his ass out yeah yeah so far for whatever reason there have been no challenges to his authority yeah and so david takes intervenes and takes ellie back leaving three behind to look for joel and so we see the first dude um, I, I refer to him as beard guy, but then I realized they all had beards. They all had beards. Yeah. <laughs> so beard guy one, two and three. Yeah. I have a question before we go on to the mm-hmm. amazingness that is Joel in this episode. Yes. Do you think they were trying? Do you think they were hunting him to, to eat him? No, I think it was stone cold revenge. 
He but killed then one af- of their friends. Afterwards. Oh, yeah, they would 100% eat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yes or no, they might not have because he was he had an infection. Oh, good point. Yeah. Um, You generally don't eat sick animals. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They would have just so, carved away the bad parts. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not a butcher. I don't know how to butcher. Um, and I don't know how it works when you eat people. I'm, I'm also not a cannibal. And I'm trying to eat less meat. But that's neither here nor there. So beard guy number one with the bad teeth finds Joel. He, like, notices the that hutch pushes against the door, sees it. And he comes down the stairs and Joel's not sleeping. We get a sneak attack from behind. He's does a shiv in the neck this is also another like kind of an animation from the game that's how you like sneak up and shiv people usually you like catch them on the way down because it's supposed to be a silent attack um but you know joel is not in the best shape so they just it's just this horrifying scene while you watch this guy kind of choke on his own blood boy Uh, he like cut through his whole like throat and spinal column like it was bad oh i think he just got him like where your neck and shoulder join um but it was, I mean, that's a bad place to catch a knife. Yeah. Um, he definitely, well, that guy bled out so fast. He definitely got his, his, uh, he got his karate, jugular. Yeah. yeah. Or whichever one. But um, Joel hopped out of the fucking, one, how did he get up that fast? Because the man was in the house by the time that Joel heard him and decided to move. And Joel was in the bed, barely trying to open, like struggling to open his eyes. So how the fuck did Joel get up so fast? He the had man, to belly. the man is a goddamn superhero, and two, he jumped out of that darkness, mm-hmm. which is what I want. Like, I was so in Joel mode this episode. I wanted to be Joel, and then that's when I got that. Like, oh, playing this game like might have been fun if you got to wreck shop all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wanted to be Joel because I hated these dudes. I hated David, and I was like kill as many of them as you possibly can joel pop their kneecaps like get it done (laughs) yeah so this is one of the big scenes from the game um so well that's one of the big scenes from the game because this is we'll talk about it when we get there but um so he does a sneak attack he gets him so then it cuts over to ellie she's in a cage this this scene is longer um than it is in the games but we see david make his pitch you know and, like, David's not a particularly large man, but Ellie just looks so little. Yeah. I take back what I said before. This is when I knew they were cannibals. Before the ear, just her being in the cage, that's when I knew. Because I was like, why is she in a cage? <laughs> Felt very, like, farmhouse. <laughs> so, Joel, try, you know, she, she, you know, David makes his first pitch. It doesn't quite go as well, and... Ellie just looks so little. And then we cut back to um, to Joel. And he sneak attacks two more beard guys, beard guy two and three. And and we come back in to Joel torturing a guy. And he is just beating the ever-loving Christ out of him. Joel was mad. He's like, you made me get up out of my bed. <laughs> he Most took they my have, little girl. <laughs> they have Ellie. <laughs> he was upset. Never yeah, make was. an old, Never wake an old man from his sleep, okay? Yeah, so... <laughs> So remember when I told you in this in the scene, uh, and he you know stabs a guy and threatens to pop off his kneecap, which was ooh, a goof. And then he says, 
point on the map where we are and point where your camp is, point where your town is, and your buddy over there better match what you point to. Do you remember that scene from earlier? Yeah, that was from uh, the the old couple in, in... Told you it would come back. Wherever the hell they were. Yeah, in somewhere in Wyoming. Um, I told you it would come back. Okay. And I told you it would come back darker. I liked it when it came back. It came back. It came back much darker. The only darker. thing I didn't like about it was Joel mm-hmm. giving that man the knife. Because if I was that man, I would have like put that knife between my teeth and tried to stab him in the stomach or something, you know? No, he could have got him. <laughs> I, I also think he's he's scared of Joel at this point. Yeah. Joel turned into Papa Bear. He was full on Papa Bear in this scene. And you know what yep. they say, you do not mess with a Papa Bear's cub. No, you don't. He was determined. He was determined to find his baby girl. He was. And it says, I like it. He goes, it better be where your buddy points to. And then he kills the dude. And he just walks out and he goes, and his friend is freaking out. And he goes, you killed him. He told you what you wanted to know. He killed him. He goes, I'm not telling you any I'm not fucking telling you anything. And he goes, and he just says, it's okay. I I believed him. And beats him to death with a pipe. Which I fully agreed with. Yep. They both had to die because they would have come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, And tried to hunt them down. Like, it doesn't... You got to die at this point. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then we cut back to Ellie, and this is when Ellie notices the ear under the the block. Why were they so sloppy leaving an ear like that? Just out and about. I don't think people... One, I don't know how hard it... I imagine butchering stuff is messy business. And two, it is the apocalypse. They're probably not super concerned about food sanitation. I imagine most of their concern is making sure whatever they cut up doesn't look human anymore. <laughs> Which is why you have to cut the ears off of it, yeah. 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 It's very important. My notes just say people. They're eating people. People, people, people. <laughs> so at that point, David comes in, offers her food, swears it's venison. She just kicks it right back at him. She is so fucking fierce in these scenes. Yeah. David is, like, continuing to bullshit her and continues to, like, try to woo Ellie. Ugh. And she's like, we can grow this community. We can protect them. You remind me of we? me. Yeah. Who he is means, we? You, you know creepy old man. Yeah. And he's like, you're a natural leader. You're smart. You're loyal. You're violent. And this is this where David... This crazy. Yeah. And this is where David lets the mask slip a l- little bit. We find out that, no, he didn't find God. He found cordyceps. And he worships them a little bit. And he says, I'm a shepherd surrounded by sheep. What I want is an equal, a friend. You know, and... What the fuck I, are you doing looking for an equal and a child? Just, uh, uh, the fuck? Okay. I know. And then Ellie is like, well, if I join you, like, will you, like, will you let Joel go? Joel, Joel go. And he goes, if he leaves us in peace, we'll let him go. And I'm like, my notes just say, never. Joel will never leave you in peace. Mm-mm. You're going to die. Joel is going to, like, murder every single person. You're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, and then it gets weird. I think Ellie is very smart. I like that Ellie picks up what he's putting down pretty yeah. quickly. She's playing. And him. then puts her hand and then breaks breaks his fingies and tries to get the keys. David bashes her head against the bars of the cage. And he's most displeased. And it's one of Ellie's famous lines. Ellie. Ellie is the name of the little girl who broke your fucking finger. Yep. Uh, she's so fucking fierce in this. She's fierce. He's a bitch ass. Yeah. He's a Aside from the fact that what he was saying about 
an, an equal and a friend was absurd, you're not equal. Like you ain't, you, you ain't equal with Ellie. So that's the first thing. I love that she played him, you know, that she kind of played into it in order, in order to try to get the keys. I thought that was really smart. Yeah. And then she basically, you know, in his mind, rejects him, right? And he turns into a super bitch ass and he threatens her. Don't all men do? And he not threatens- all men. But yeah. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, I've, I've rejected, me, you know, several dudes and they've not been like this. No, they, they, they don't all. But um, dudes like this, all of these guys do. And yeah. he, he threatens her and he threatens to chop her up into tiny little pieces, the phrase that she used before. Yeah, he throws her words back at her. But she chopped his ass up into tiny little pieces at the end of the show. Mm, yes, she did. I think they call that foreshadowing. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I feel bad for Ellie because, you know, she had to go through that. But I did enjoy her taking that, that um, not a butcher knife, choppy thing, choppy chops, choppy knife. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it was a butcher knife, right? Cleaver. No, it's a cleaver. A cleaver, yeah. It's a bigger than a butcher's knife, yeah. Yeah. She cleavers the fuck out of him. Yeah, she does. And then we kind of cut back, you know, to Joel is slowly coming for her. He's yeah. coming. He finds her backpacks. He finds Horsey. He finds Callus, yeah. Poor Horsey. And, yeah. And he finds a backpack and um, her knife. He gets her knife and her and he sees the bodies and he's like, ooh, shit, things are way more serious here than I thought. Oh, my God. Um. And then James, and then we cut back, and James and um, David come for Allie. And they're going to, they just pick her up, they're going to throw her down on the chopping block, and they are going to chop her up into little pieces. Ellie is, like, fighting like a wildcat. She bites David. Yeah. Um, And at this point, she's like, I'm infected, I'm infected. And she says, now you're infected. And they pause. And in that pause, Ellie grabs the cleaver and buries it in James' neck. And thus dies James. Um... I love the practical effects on that. Yeah, it's great. It goes all gushy and like we. It looks kind of real. <laughs> yeah, we find that uh, David has a gun. He shoots a couple shots after her, and she runs into the restaurant. What she a can't bitch get out. ass! Sh- shooting after a little girl. I mean, she wants her dead at this point. She can't get out. This is. I hate this. I hate. I hate this section of the game. So this section of the game is the worst. Um, it happens much quicker in the show, but it's the worst. So basically, the you know she sets something happens like 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 this, the restaurant gets set on fire, and it's you only you have your knife, and you have to and it's a cat and mouse game. You can't attack David head on. You have to sneak. You have to sneak around, and he's roving looking for you, being a fucking creeper the entire time. But suddenly he'll go quiet. And then you can't find him. And you have to, you have to find him. And he's terrifying because, you, again, you can't take him on head first. So you have to, it, it takes like three attacks to take him down. You like hop out. You have to like jump up, stab him real quick, run away. And if he gets you, it's a one hit kill. Um, so it's terrifying. And the, you know, and the restaurant is burning down around you in the game. It is the worst. So, you know, and then my notes just say, oh, this is horror movie shit. And then it just says, sneak, 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 sneak. Ellie gets a knife. And then David says he's going to keep her and teach her. And I was like, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. It's the worst. 
and she runs out. She gives him a quick stab in the ribs, and then he throws her to the ground, and he starts to kick her. This is just like the game. You, you, the the he drops in the game. It's a machete, I think, but in this one, it's a cleaver, and it's out of his line of sight. And you kind of slowly crawl as he's kind of, um, you know, and you grab the cleaver, and. Then he says the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life, which is, the fighting is the part I like the most. He gets on top of her. And tries to rape her. Yep. Mm -hmm. She gets her hands on the cleaver in that split second, and she just hacks him. And my notes just say, her screams. Yeah, her fucking screams. She acted her ass off. Oh, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. She's like, I like that she's clearly too upset to cry. Like, she is just, and I like that it, I like that he she whacks him until um like until the like it the the screen actually goes a little red. Yeah. I was just in that moment with her. I know. The like, screams, the scream. I, I've thank God, you know, like I've never suffered no very much violence, not that type of violence, especially. So thank God, but I've definitely been enraged. Like, really enraged before, especially when you're in a defensive position and you're, you know, you feel the need to defend. That's why I don't fight, actually, is because every fight to me is a fight to the death. So I don't I don't fight like bullshitting. We're arguing now. We're fight. I don't do that because I want to take you the fuck down. So <laughs> I was so in that moment with her where it's just like, I'm going to pulverize you. And, yeah. and you could see she, she was up to her limit. Everything that she had gone through up until this point had been bullshit after bullshit, dangerous situation after dangerous situation, loss after loss. And now you think, I'm a 14-year-old girl. It's the fucking apocalypse. And you're out here raping people? You think you're going to, oh my God. Like I was, I have never been this angry at a character. (laughs) I really haven't. I have never been this angry at a character. And yeah, she went chop suey on his ass. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's an emotional catharsis of, of, of like, this is just like, this is fuck this bullshit. It's just, it's just, you're right. It's everything reached and it finally broke and something inside of her broke. And that you, you know, um, and she just wails on him. So this, there, here's another slight difference. In the game, this is where Joel finds her. Mm-hmm. So, and he stops her in the middle of hacking him to bits. But does she I still this, kill him though? Oh God, yes. Okay. Um, because it's important that Ellie saves herself in this moment, and she saves Joel. Yes. Yes. And, yes, she does. But Joel comes in and saves her emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if she had just wandered off and, like, didn't find Joel, or if she didn't, I don't know that she would recover from it. And we still see that she's not entirely, like, we have the scene, the scene that Joel finds her, he grabs her, and she just, again, the screams again when he grabs her, and she just kind of, like, you see her, she just kind of, like, she half collapses. She fights back, but not the same, because she's just, she's broken. She can't do it anymore. She's hit her limit. Yeah. And it turns around and it's Joel. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. It's me. Baby girl. It's okay. 
I got you, baby girl. I got you, baby girl. Ah. And she's just like, she can't even form the words. She just gets out. She she like mumbles like he and like, and she just hugs him and they just hug. She hugs and, his neck. Yeah. And she, and you see the river and he just like puts his arms and closes her eyes. Closes his eyes because she's safe. Her, his daughter is safe. Oh, Lord. And then he takes off his jacket, puts it around her. And she lean, they lean into each other and they walk off. You are so right about them saving each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I loved about this closing. I mean, it was very hard to watch. It was very violent. It, was, it made my blood boil. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was very tense. But it was beautiful. And there are a couple of things that I want to point out. One about her saving herself. Like, I love that they did that. Um, and I, I watched how they talked about that in the after show. I think that's just great writing. It goes against the norm. I really like it. The other reason that I like it as writing, in addition to not feeding into the norm, is that she saves herself, like, literally physically from this guy, right? By defending yep. herself. But she saves herself from somebody that fashioned himself as a savior. Mm-hmm falsely um and who hmm. falsely claimed to be saved as in being a man of christ mm-hmm. um so i loved that hey david she doesn't need you to save her and bring her into your little cult the bitch she is needs- fully capable of saving herself she so is- there you go with that um not <laughs> i didn't mean to call Ilya a bitch but <laughs> no but she she doesn't she doesn't need david yeah but she does need she does need joel to save her at the end in a certain kind of way yes so i actually love that too i love that she didn't need joel to physically save her like one of the things that i've loved about this show from day one meeting ellie was how capable they made her and like yeah she's not great at following rules no she's not but she follows the important ones yeah and like like i've always been saying and like i've been wanting to see built built out every single episode and they've done it um i've been i've been watching her very closely wanting to see exactly the skill set that she has exactly how valuable she is in the task of survival because this episode like i i knew it before but this episode really brought home for me the fact that she is a full partner in survival with joel and you know, she's not dependent on him. If anything, she, look, she literally saved his life twice. She nursed him back to health. She tried to divert the, the cult hunter people away from him. Um, so she has saved, you know, she gave him a knife to defend him. Like she has saved this man's life multiple times in one episode, you know, probably other times throughout the show too. I just can't recall them off the top of my head right now. When she shoots that guy in Kansas City. Absolutely. Yes. The very, yes. Very early on. Thank you. Um, So she is an equal partner in survival with Joel, which if you are lucky, that is what a family is. Yeah, but I also understand where Joel comes from. He doesn't want her to have to be that. He wants her to be a kid. But and that's what a daddy is. Yeah. But I'm just saying in a broader sense, they are a family. If you got anybody in this world that's going to ride with you, it's your family. If, if there's anybody in this world that's going to keep you safe and alive, it is your family. 
they have solidified that this episode. And it's also another contrast to the whole David versus Joel thing, because in a way, she is Joel's equal. Like, they're so similar. They both can wreck shop. They're both smart. They're both, at their core, really good people. Yeah, they're violent, but they're good people. Um, So, and she's just as, like, she's such a force in the world, just the same way that he is. They're two handicaps. Her handicap is that she's young. His handicap is that he's old. (laughs) But otherwise, they're kind of carbon copies of each other. I just think it's so great. They're broken in complementary ways. And then I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to pull out here. Oh, and then, yeah, I was saying that you were right and that they saved each other. The baby girl moment. It's really like Joel's, Joel gets a second chance. You know, like, I I definitely get in the after show, they were like, well, he shows up and emotionally saves her. Like, yeah, totally get that. I totally agree. She saves him too. Like, the fact that she's there at all. The fact that they're on this journey together saves him because it's been 20 years since he had an opportunity to save his daughter. And he was unwilling to confront that. And through this journey with Ellie, he is now willing to confront that. And the evidence that we have of that is the fact that he even says the phrase baby girl, you know, which is something that he has been unwilling to touch, to even think about for 20 years. So... Joel, like I said, he's saved. He's reborn, you know, in this episode. And for Ellie, Joel didn't physically save her, but he absolutely provided her safety in that moment after that hugely traumatic event. She's like that. That's something they've called out before is, is that he's her safety. He represents home to her. Yes. In this moment, he was the only one that could have done it because she was still in fight mode. You know, like they say, you fight or or flee, you know, fight Mm -hmm. or flight. She was in fight mode still that even when she turns around and it's him, she's still screaming no and trying to fight. You know, like nobody, she was so far gone that nobody could have gotten to her except for Joel. And that's how he saves her and brings her back to her humanity as opposed to this animal that David tried to turn her into um, and temporarily, I hope, temporarily succeeded in. And when she finally realized that it's him and you know recognizes him, it's almost like you can see it resolve in her. It's like, oh, okay, it's Joel. And then she hugs his neck. Oh, yeah. The Ugh. look, like, when they when she is looking at him, I, like, I don't even, I couldn't even take my, like, take my eyes off her. This look where she, she almost, like, she almost kind of smiles, but her face kind of softens into this, like she looks about four years old. It's relief. Yeah, yeah. This like this like bone deep relief. Yeah. Of like they hug and then they 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 come apart and she just looks at him. It's this pause where she just looks at him and her face just like that's wonderful. Yep. Um. They are all that they have. They are all that they have. Yeah. All right. You know, like coming into the show. I didn't like I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't really get like the whole people being crazy about Joel and Ellie thing. Now I get it. Like I get it. Ooh, okay. All right. That was a great episode. It was a great episode. Um the next week I'm oh I can't wait. Oh I can't wait. Oh I can't wait to talk to you about it. Oh I can't wait. Anyway, so 
now we are in our what is it we call our superlative sections yeah yep so the first one is did you like it i think the obvious answer is yes yes very much so loved it hated it i had a lot of feelings and a lot, a lot of them are about screaming moaning like keening what about you i screamed entirely too loud yep i live in a department <laughs> building i can't do that <laughs> so our first section is this to the edge of the universe and back your favorite moment it's come on Baby girl? It's baby girl. Uh, I have like multiples. It's the snuggle. I love that snuggle. Um, it's the machete to David's face. Yeah. I'll never not love that. I like that Ellie uh, saves herself and it's it's okay, baby girl. I yeah. got you. I did have another one. What? It, it was what, what, what? Um, when Joel gets up and he fights and he leaps out of that goddamn darkness to attack that man. Mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> it was so good. It was everything that I wanted. So Ugh, I'm so happy. The next section is Endure and Survive, your least favorite moment. Um, definitely the attempted rape. Um, and yeah. also Ellie tenderizing David. <laughs> you didn't that, like that? I love that. With that, that meat That's... cleaver. It was so hard. I mean, it was perfectly done, but it was just very hard to watch. I don't like that she was in that emotional state, but I do like that David repeatedly got a meat cleaver to the face. Yes. So I can't hate it. As I said, it was one of my favorite moments when he took that meat cleaver right to the face. For me, it was the entire restaurant. I just, it brings me back to like the sense memory of the game and you're just playing as Ellie and I was so afraid and it's burning down around you and it's just the worst thing because everything in you when you're playing it is to flee because you're playing as an underpowered character you're you're playing as a 14 year old girl and the game has doesn't have you like joel in the game can wreck shit but he's not like a superhero he can't like survive great falls like he he you know he can and you do he does you do die several times playing it but like He's at least, he's a competent fighter. He's, as I've mentioned, I think a few times, he's a big, powerfully built dude. So, like, if, if, if an enemy catches you, you, like, they can catch you and kill you, but, like, you can fight. When, if an, if an, if an enemy catches Ellie, she can't fight them off. They just kill her. Um, so, like, it's a much more challenging gameplay. It's much scarier. Um, and, like, in this game, you are you can't flee. You can't flee. You're locked into a burning restaurant with this guy. And you have to attack him repeatedly when all you want to do is run. And you have to do it sneakily. You have to do it quick. Because if he catches you, he's going to kill you. And it's the worst. And I hate it. And um, so I hated that entire... Like, once she gets into the restaurant, I was just like, no. And the added line of... Um, the fighting is the part I like the most. I was just like, I'm going to die. I'm going to vomit and die. Um, but yeah, I hate, I hated that. He got exactly what he deserved. He did. That's why I like the, like the meat cleaver to the face. That's why that was one of my favorite moments in the episode. When you're lost in the darkness, your least favorite character. I don't even think this is a contest. It's no, David. It's David. Of course. Cultist, cannibal, rapist he's a fucking cannibal rapist you thought you thought that like he's that, a like, savage cultist yeah. cannibal rapist <laughs> yeah like come on nobody make like, that song no don't 
but he's the worst and I hate him. And then the last section is, is look towards the light. Your favorite character. It was Ellie and Joel. It was for me. It was, it was Ellie. I love Joel in the, the snuggle. Oh, slow baby girl. But like Ellie fucking crushes it in this one. She's so she's like a Kate, like she's just like a cornered she is like a cornered animal. That's exactly accurate. She, she yeah, they treated just, her exactly literally like a caged animal, yeah. Yeah, she is just wild in this. She's feral. And it's so, so good. So with that said, our next section is predictions. We have next week. It is a season finale. What are your predictions? So I accidentally watched the it's there's like nothing the, the preview, which wasn't very much, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was so stunned at the end of the show that I forgot to, I didn't react fast enough to get it to yeah, turn it to off. Yeah, to turn it off. Yeah. Um, and so all it really really was was them saying like we're gonna wrap it up, kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I'm trying to think. What do I? What do I think is going to happen next? I feel like it's going to be some fuck shit. <laughs> I feel like they're going to run into another bad group of some kind. But I also want to say that they get to uh, Wyoming. Wait, where are they going? Utah. They're going to Utah now? Yeah, that's oh. where the fireflies are. Okay, yeah. So I, I want to say they, they get to the fireflies, basically. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah, there are... I'm worried. This one, I, I'm concerned because there are like, like four and a half beats they have to hit in this, in this next one, and it's not a long episode. No, yeah, I was surprised to see that it wasn't more than an hour. Like I was expecting like yeah, an hour twenty I, I, or something. To the point, to the point. I'm like, I'm wondering if they're lying about the runtime. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I think they might be. Because there's a like. There's one thing I know they're putting in, so that's one point, which is I think a part left in the comic books. I didn't read all of them. They were hard to find at the time because um, I wanted them in paperback and I, I couldn't find them. Or I wanted, you know, I wanted them like in physical media and I couldn't find them. Um, and there's like three and a half beats from the game that... The last section is not long, but uh, who boy? I don't. If Hoo it's boy. worse than this episode, I don't know how I'm gonna survive. Like, I kind of love and hate this show. I love it because it's good, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of have resentment towards the show. It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard to watch. I feel like they have sucked me in, and they are emotionally torturing me every week, and I feel like they're mm-hmm. doing it for fun. I feel like they're proud of that. Um, I'm upset with Craig Mazin, and I'm upset with Neil Druckmann, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, kudos for being, you know, these wonderful creatives, and like, whatever, good for you, but also, I find it rude and inconsiderate what they've done to me. <laughs> so... The worst part about it. I don't think I can it, do it. I don't. I can't do next week. No. The worst part about it is, is that you know they can write happy parts because we see these beautiful, wonderful bits of happiness, and so you know they're capable of it. They just seem to enjoy. Yes. It. It does. That's one of the things I really they like. Clearly, about the show like so they're far. like proud of themselves that they're doing this. I find it very strange. Yeah, I also would like to. How dare they? 
How dare they? But I, I do want to say that I really appreciate that um, Neil Druckmann writes the hell out of a female character. He um, does. Which is a rare thing in a male writer. That's true. And he only gets better at it. Well, in the second game, I believe he had a, he has a co-writer who's a woman. Um, I don't know. I'm, I think they're lying about the length of it. I kind of feel like if it is going to be that short, it's like 40-something or 50-something minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Like 45, yeah. I feel like they're going to leave us with a gut punch. I feel like they're just going to drop some shit and be like, boom, bitches, whatever, no resolution, come back next time. <laughs> like, I feel like it's going to be uh, just shocking. That's what I think. I think they're going to shock us. You're not wrong. I'm not going to say anything. I I have been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this. Um, we're going to revisit some things I said in the first episode, in the next episode. Uh, we're going to... Yeah. Revisit why I don't think... I don't, we're not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Why you don't think Joel's a good it's person? Gonna, yeah. I don't care. How about this? This is my prediction. I won't give a shit. Oh, I don't I don't care. I don't care either. I don't care that he's a bad person, but I'm under no illusions that he is a good person. Oh, I guess what I mean by that is that I will still I will remain thinking that he is a good person. Cuz I, I think it's all nuanced. Uh, and we'll I think see. they would have to almost destroy the character to change my mind at this point. They no. Like, I, I feel like there's going to be some nuance to the situation. Because, like, ethically, morally, Joel was terrible in this episode. But given the circumstances, he was right. You had to kill defenseless, tied-up men. I'm sorry. You had to. <laughs> I mean, you know, no. it wasn't the right thing to well, do. Well, there's a reason why. There's a reason why, <laughs> why you know, murder is always, is sometimes okay, but rape is never okay. Wait, like there's there's a reason why for that. Is Murder he a rape- is sometimes okay. No, Joel's not a rapist. Okay, like because that would that yeah that would. Change there's my a mind. reason why, like 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 Joel is a murderer. Everything is circumstantial to me. Yeah, I don't see a circumstance in which this Joel that I've seen for eight episodes just does something terrible without a good reason. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm slightly afraid of what that okay means, but you'll s- I can't say anything. I know I don't want you to say anything, but I'm just saying that is that is actually one of my predictions. I'm serious. And in, in, in that I will re- continue to think that he is a good person. I think that they're going to write it in such a way where where it is in character. It's in character. Anyway, let's let's end the episode cuz I can't say anymore. Other than it's going to be, ooh, I can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait. And we have the long, long wait until episode two, season two, which I don't know that they're going to be able to. It, that that one is going to be hard to film. But I'm really glad you like this one. Do you, so, so, like, I'm glad my prediction finally came right. It, it was significantly more violent. So yeah. question. This is actually a question. Do you think that withholding the violence all season kind of made this one a little bit more shocking when they were starting to get peaks? Peaks of violence coming through. Yeah. Because um, it's, been, it's been kind of hidden from us for the season. 
Well, I don't have a frame of reference to the games. So it sounds like well, the games are more violent. I mean, yeah, because you're murdering people. Yeah. yeah. It's it like the body counts are higher. The circumstances mm-hmm. are a little bit more visceral. So I don't have any frame of reference for that. What I'm watching now, you know, like in these episodes, they've had low single digit kills or maybe one kill an episode or like something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, that's just what the show is. So I found it to be, you know what I mean? Like it was just violent. This episode, it doesn't matter. They could have had 20 body counts in every episode one through seven. This episode was still going to be absolutely flooring. It just was going to be Yeah, because 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 of that final... Because of what David is. Because of what David is and because of who Ellie is. She's a little yeah. girl. So this episode was all, if they were going to do what they did, <laughs> it was always going to be crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you liked it. It's. I am a little disappointed they made it a touch more explicit for the show. But I do understand why they had to. Yeah. Um, because you have to you have to justify our two characters going off the way they did. They both went full off. Yeah, and we don't have we don't have um like and it's not like in the gameplay where you have these prolonged um where you're fighting these folks. So you're getting frustrated as as you're playing as Ellie and you're scared because you're not as powerful as when you play with Joel, you don't have the same kind of weapons. The resources are a bit harder. Like you, you legitimately have to duck enemies, whereas Joel, you don't really have to do that. And when you play as Joel, you're frustrated because, like, you need to get to Ellie. Like your goal is to get to Ellie. Um, you know where she is, both as the player and as Joel, and you just need, you need to get there. And you're not too worried about her safety because you know what's up, but um, because you're playing as her, but um. Like, there's that built-in frustration of these two characters are separated and you want to reunite them. So, like, you can, like, like when that scene kind of coalesces, you, you do feel that frustration a little bit. Whereas with this one, you, they, I think they need, because you're not playing, because you're not actively a part of it, they do need to drive it home a little bit harder. Yeah. And I felt the frustration. I felt, the fr- I felt it as Joel trying to get there to her. I felt it. They needed to make the audience hate David. And and they needed to I think they needed to make sure that you a hundred percent picked up what he was putting down because because it, if you're not, he comes off as a little creepy. Like if you don't pick it up in that one scene where she breaks his finger. Like listen, I'm not saying that like I can't blame him really for eating people. Like if you're starving like actually honest to God starving Let's not discuss the merits of cannibalism. Let's not, because you opened this door, so I was just going to let you go. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's just, it's it's like, I, like, it's just, like, it's one of those situations where I hope I'm never in, because I don't, I legitimately don't know what I would do. I don't but, think I could do it. Oh, I think I could. I don't think I could. I know what, I know what it is to die and be dying. Yeah. You'd oh, so you're saying that if you're hungry enough... Yes. So, like, I'm not super 
super, super, like, thrilled about that. But, like, you know, I'm not here to judge people that have to do that in those situations. So, like, I could see, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, I could see him as being kind of like a weirdo. But, like, a guy, like, until until that one line, maybe people who maybe are a little bit more slow on the uptake kind of thinking, oh, he's just like a guy who's trying to keep these folks safe and, you know, they've murdered some of their friends, you know? Yeah, you have to establish actual harm with him. So, yeah. uh, okay, he's a fucked up cult preacher dude. They're eating people. They were for- they were forced into that situation. But what's the what's the what's the immediate harm? He tried to rape a little girl. He tried to kill yeah, a little he's girl. He's trying to Yeah. You know, like yeah, so He's they did what to, yeah. they did what no. they needed to do to make it make sense. Yeah, he's not. Uh, the worst part is, is he's not going to. He's not going to kill her. He's going to teach her. The hell does that mean? I don't want to know. Truly, I don't. Um, that is not a thought I ever want to think. I'm just going to think about that little snuggle and the baby girl. Think about the snuggle. Think about the snuggle and the baby girl, and you know Joel. Joel is very wholesome. <laughs> Maybe I'm just comparing him to David still. I mean, he's a murderer, but he's like so wholesome. Yeah, I really do. Hard. I just kind of, I don't know if, it, I think it's Pedro maybe. Because I just look at him and I go like, you're a sweet, innocent soul who like probably like pets puppies all day and like <laughs> can be trusted with children. Like <laughs> that's how I look yeah. at him. Where it's just like, you're just a sweet person. It, it, yeah. It, it It's Pedro, I think. I was, I was actually very concerned. Um, when he got cast because of the this particular scene, the scene in this episode, the interrogation, yeah, oh, why? Because exactly? because I because he reads like like you did that he's a sweet wholesome person who who likes puppies, yeah. Um, and I was very very pleased with how how he uh, he can act too though. Yeah, I know, I know he can act. It's just like one of those things. He's an actor. It's just like one of those things. I don't know why I thought that. But I was just like, I've seen him in Narcos. He's very good in Narcos. He plays scary very well. He does. He always, yeah. he always gets cast as weird curmudgeon-y characters. When that is not his personality. Or it doesn't appear to be his personality at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know the man. So, yeah. I uh, One week left. I'm going to miss these two. going to miss them. Yeah. I mean, you could play the game. I'm not doing that. Why not? I'm not doing that. I'm not a gamer. You could pick up. I, I don't have the patience for uh, gaming in that way. Every once in a blue moon, I'll play something if you somebody else is around. You could pick up part two too, and you could see how it goes. No, I don't want to. I I do want to remain unspoiled. Oh, actually, um, it only gets worse. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll catch up on Mando, so I'll at least get some Pedro that way. <gasps> a little bit of Pedro. I love that stupid fucking puppet. I love Grogu. I want to keep him. And I want to keep him and I want to carry him around with me yeah. to stroke his little head and his little ears. Right. Fucking love that puppet. I have one. I have a Grogu. <sighs> I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah. I can't get one because my dog would eat it. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. Like he, th- he would think it's a toy and I can't. And you may think to yourself, put it on a shelf. Don't let your dog have it. And you would be right. But also, I can't say no to my dog, so... Oh, get one uh, for the dog and get one for you. There is no... No, my dog wants whatever <laughs> I have. Anyway, 
That was an excellent episode. We are rambling now. Yeah. So everyone watch The Mandalorian uh, and next week's episode, and we will see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Follow or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and send your comments, theories, and just any general feelings you have about what we covered this week to tviuslifepod at gmail.com, and we may cover it on an upcoming episode. Thank y'all for listening. Until next time, take care of your characters and each other.